Hey, Consumed Listener, this is your host, Jamie Lewis. Before I start this episode, can I ask you a little favor? Will you please go to Apple Podcasts and rate and or review Consumed? It helps other like-minded people find the podcast and it gives love to the folks who sponsor it. And listen, if you don't have anything nice to say, well, just imagine me channeling your mother here, okay? Okay, here's the episode and thank you. It's Consumed, the conversational food and wine podcast covering the flavor of California's Central Coast and beyond. This season, I'm covering lots of different eaters, drinkers, thinkers, and makers, including a mushroom expert, the team behind San Luis Obispo County's first Michelin star, a family of winemakers, an outspoken wine and food critic, a culinary-obsessed high school student, local food activists, pupusa enthusiasts, state historians, and more. Hungry? Thirsty? Let's get consumed. Vincent Rodriguez is a 14-year-old home cook from the high desert of Hesperia, California. I learned about him through my friend and his aunt, Allie Wallace, who said he's a crazy talented cook, that his parents give him an ingredient allowance every week, that he could talk my ear off about how to cook a good roast. I decided I had to meet Vincent, so he and his mom, Tasha, drove up from Hesperia just to talk with me on the Consumed podcast. This is a slightly shorter episode because I felt like I was torturing Vincent a little bit with my questions, but you'll be impressed by how much this young man knows, particularly about meat. He also knows how to bake. Vincent was kind enough to give me his recipe for banana bread, so look for that on the episode notes at letsgetconsumed.com. Without any further ado, here is Vincent Rodriguez. Vincent Rodriguez, I'm so glad you came here. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. You drove um, up from Hesperia this morning. What time did you have to get up? Um, well, originally it was going to be 4.30, but um, we got up at 5. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. So I know you. I, I just met you this morning, but I know you because um, Allie Wallace, who's my friend, is your aunt yes. right okay so she told me the way that this all started was she you probably don't know this she was asking what kind of a christmas present should i get for a cook and i said well which cook is this and she described you and i was like this kid sounds incredible how did you get started with cooking well you know i thought about this question a lot good so you know, to be honest, it had to be narrowed down to, like, two people. Okay, um, when I was really little, like, uh, three, four, um, I would, my grandparents would babysit me at their house. Mm -hmm. I always remember watching Rachel Ray mm -hmm. in the morning, mm -hmm. every single day. Hmm. Like, same time, exactly. The cooking show, or like the... the, the cooking show. Yeah, okay. Because she has, like, a... She got a all types show. of stuff. Yeah, she... <laughs> But no, this was the cooking show, and I would always watch her yeah. cooking. And I don't know, I just, I guess I just enjoyed it. Yeah. And then um, I also remember, like, my grandma always cooking. Mm -hmm. So I think those two people got me into cooking. Is that your mom's mom? Yes. That did that? Okay. What kind of stuff did she make for you? Uh, she makes all types of stuff. Um, I always remember, like... A scrambled egg. She makes like mm -hmm. macaroni and cheese and mm -hmm. carne asada. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. And are those things now that you're making? Yeah. Okay. What's the first meal you remember making on oh. your own? 
Scrambled eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do it? Um, tell me how you make scrambled eggs. Because it's a weird thing. People have very strict ideas yeah, about how they should like, do it. I do it a couple different ways. You know, okay. sometimes when I just want to uh, do it real quick, I put a little bit of butter in a pan. And then I put, like, the eggs. And I just mix it in the pan like That's that. what I do. In and the pan. I cook. Yeah. And then, you know, sometimes, like, I put it in a... I put the eggs in a bowl. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, I like uh, you beat the eggs and you add a little bit of milk mm-hmm. and a little bit of garlic, salt, and pepper, mm-hmm. and then you cook them like that in the pan. Do you go? Uh, okay, so wait. Do you um, salt and pepper and garlic salt b- before you scramble it? Like you scramble it with that stuff, or do you put it on after? No, you scramble it with it. I know. My husband disagrees with me on that, and well, I think it's crazy. You've got all these like flecks of yeah, stuff you get, like, on the it. Grains. I know. Like- I know. I'm totally with you. Do you go low and slow as far as heat goes, or do you just um, crank it? For scrambled eggs, I probably just crank it. So do I. I've heard just people get it say. Done. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, okay, so scrambled eggs, but maybe tell me what's the most extravagant thing you've made? Um, probably um, one time I made like completely homemade pasta like I made noodles and the sauce and everything wow what kind of noodles did you make I made fettuccine okay did you uh, use a pasta maker no you did it by hand yes so without a rolling pin how did you (laughs) I used a cup you used a cup to roll (laughs) (laughs) this kid it's like if there's a will there's a way isn't it what made you want to do pasta? You know, like, I was just kind of thinking, like, what should I make for dinner? Yeah. And that's what came out. How And so so you did the, the fettuccine sauce, which is, I mean, not difficult, but pretty, yeah. like, luxurious. Yeah. Um, so how often are you cooking for your family? Uh, like, every other day. Are you really? Yes. And whatever you want? Um, sometimes more like just what we have. Yeah. Okay. And, um, are you a recipe guy or are you just like, you look at everything in the kitchen, you decide what you want to make? Yeah. I look at what's there and something comes out. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's, that's, um, that's not me. I'm a recipe cook. I, I, um, I learned how to play piano when I was a kid and, and read sheet music, which I think you're a musician too, aren't you? Well, I, um, I play a drum. I play, oh, you do? I'm in bass drum. I mean, I'm in, I'm in drum line and I play bass drum. Oh my gosh, so fun. Yeah. So fun. Okay, so like you, I would look at the music and play, you know, whatever was written there for me. Uh-huh. And I kind of look at recipes that same way. It's like, yeah, I might adapt them later on, but... Like, there's a reason there's a recipe is it worked once for somebody, you know? And so, um, and I guess I'm just not as creative as you looking in the pantry trying to figure out. Well, you know, like, sometimes I use the recipe, but, like, you know, I think um, maybe that's one thing I should improve on is, like, looking what I need. Because um, a lot of times I start something and I don't have, like, this one thing and, like, I already wasted a bunch of other stuff. Already (laughs) starting it and I have to run to the store. That is the cook's, um, yeah, that's, that happened to me this past week. I was out of almond extract, and I didn't realize it, and I needed it. And so, yeah. Do you have a, a store that's pretty close to you? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, good. Like three minutes. Okay, good. Good. Um, Rachel Ray, do you still watch Rachel Ray? No. Okay. No. Are you watching anything now? 
I watched Gordon Ramsay a lot. Oh, di- he's mean. Like, you know, he, it's really just his TV personality. Do you think? Yeah. Okay. You think he's a softie? Yeah, I mean, he talks about that a lot. Does he? Yeah. I don't... I follow him on Instagram. Okay. Okay. And you, speaking of Instagram, you have an Instagram account. Yes. Tell me again what it's called. It's uh, Food by Vincent. Food by Vincent. That's right. And that's a TikTok as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And what kinds of stuff do you show on there? Um, all of, like, pictures of food that I made Mm -hmm. or, like, the process of cooking it. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you have somebody filming for you? No. It's just you? Yeah. You are a self-made man. Okay, so what, what the listener doesn't know is that Vincent's mom, Tasha, is sitting here and just giggling like crazy. Why do you think she's giggling? I don't know. <laughs> um, you don't have to say anything. But do you love that he cooks? I do. I love it. He's amazing. He's just... Those are mine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, awesome. And he just pulled this all out on his own and decided he, he wants to cook. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, wait, Tasha, you said you didn't want to talk on the mic, but I'm going to make you. Um, <laughs> do you cook? No. Not at all. No. I don't need to anymore. No. <laughs> no. Um, I'm, you know, I'm artsy and creative, but they, I didn't get the culinary side of it. Mm-hmm. So I think I just, um, I know they got tired of my cooking, and he just <laughs> took off with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Vincent, tell me about a favorite ingredient that you have. Garlic. Oh, gosh, that was fast. Why? I love garlic. Yeah. Um, Is there such a thing as too much garlic? Well, you know, like, there could be. Like, it really depends. Like, there obviously can be too much of something, but, you know, it really depends on, like, what type of dish you're making. Yeah. What's a a dish where um, garlic is the star of the show? Because it's usually, like, a supporting kind of thing right it's a lot of stuff you know like um i put garlic in pasta you know like really almost everything i make has garlic yeah do you lean savory or do you mostly do you like to bake i bake sometimes you know like i'm not the best at baking for sure i'm better at like normal cooking but i bake Mm -hmm. dinners mostly yeah yeah um Allie told me that you could talk my ear off about roasts. Oh. <laughs> Fun fact. Uh, I believe it was last year she sent me a roast for Christmas. Did she really? Yeah, she sent me a prime rib roast bone in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Well, yeah, she said, God, you get that kid talking about a roast and he oh. just can't stop. Talk to me about a roast. What okay. makes a good roast? What, which ones have you done? Let's see. I've done um, I've done pork roast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, when I get a pork roast, normally I make it in uh, I make it into carnitas mm-hmm. in a caso. I have a bronze caso. Mm-hmm. Wait, that, it, caso? Yeah. And that's like a is that like a casserole dish kind no. of? Oh, it's okay. Like, uh, it's like a pot sort of like a Dutch oven. Um, sort of. Except like it goes like round it. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then it has like handles. Um, you cook it over like fire yeah so um i don't really have anything else to put it on so um i put it on top of a fireplace okay open fire wait a minute wait wait wait, wait, wait. wait you you put it over the fireplace because you don't have what an open flame do you have electric is that why oh no no, no. like uh, you cook it outside oh okay what gotcha. you do is basically you could fill it up with like a uh, 
any type of oil. Typically, it's used with like lard, mm-hmm. but um, you know, you have to get a lot of lard to fill yeah. that thing up. So I normally use vegetable oil. Yeah. And then, so I cook it outside on uh, open uh, flame. I put a couple wow. of logs or like mesquite. Yeah. And I light that up and I put it straight over. Wow. And then, so with carnitas, it's, um, it gets cooked first, right? And then you, do you do a second cook on it? No. I leave them in there. Okay. And they get all the shreddy and fall apart uh-huh. and everything. It takes hours. Okay. It, take, it takes hours. Yeah. And then do you just sit by it and watch it for hours? Yeah. What do you do? Put on some music. You know, you sit there. I love it. Is that like a Sunday thing? Yeah. Yeah. More like Saturday, yeah. Okay. Sunday, I like to relax. (laughs) Before school. (laughs) Um, So that's a pork roast. What do you do with like the bone-in prime rib? Oh, okay. So let's Which I can't get over that she sent that to you. It was so beautiful. It was the best kiss I've ever got. Yeah. Yeah. You should have seen it. It came to the doorstep and I opened it and I was like, oh my God. It was a whole roast. And like packed in refrigeration and everything. In the, like, you know, like the styrofoam things. Bless her heart. And then, uh, no, it wasn't even uh, choice grade. It was prime grade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so what I did for that was um, I made a simple rub, which was uh, garlic, salt, uh, black pepper, mm-hmm. a little bit of paprika, and onion powder. Mm-hmm. And I covered that on the outside, and um, let's see, I baked it in the oven, I believe, mm-hmm. on 350 for a couple of hours, and then I think I hired up, uh, hired up the uh, heat mm-hmm. for like another 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Do you like to, when you're doing a roast like that, did you use a recipe? That was just you? No. Okay. So when you do that, do you, what do you think about searing? Normally, like, you know, like, some people, like, you know, when, like, they make pot roast and stuff, like, this year, I mean, I never do that. I just throw it in there. Yeah, yeah. I just throw it in there. Like, if I'm making a steak, yeah, I sear it, mm-hmm. and then I butter-based it and stuff, but, mm-hmm. like... God, that sounds good. I want to take a minute to shout out to a couple of good friends of this podcast. Consumed is sponsored by Mid-State Containers, Cargo Storage Containers, and Refrigerated Shipping Containers for sale and rent in California. You may not understand how Mid-State Containers could change your life, but the truth is, many, many guests on the Consumed podcast use Mid-State for their projects. Containers can serve as wine storage units for case goods, for private collections, and even tasting rooms. They can be refrigerated storage containers for breweries, kegs, and fruit during harvest for wineries. Mid-State Containers outfits coolers and freezers for ranchers, farmers market growers, orchards, and butchers. Containers can make great pop-up coffee bars and berry containers for root cellars. My guest from Season 10, Krista Flieger, from Lonely Palm Ranch, uses her Mid-State Container for an office on her property. Other ideas include schoolrooms, music and photography studios, and there are other things that can be grown, stored, and processed in a Mid-State Container, so use your imagination and get on their website to request a quote, midstatecontainers.com. Slow Life magazine also sponsors the Consumed podcast. Slow Life looks at what's going on in San Luis Obispo, including the arts, real estate, business, and the people impacting culture here. For the magazine, I just wrapped up my food column on crepes, which you may know as a French street food, but did you know that every February 2nd is the day of the crepe? 
In France on that holiday, people try to flip a crepe in the pan with their non-dominant hand. And if they do it, they're guaranteed a year of prosperity. See? You can learn so much from Slow Life Magazine. Get your copy at slowlifemagazine.com. It sounds like you do, like, really not complex stuff, but just very flavorful and simple stuff. How would you do a steak? Uh, Garlic, salt, pepper. I like to keep it simple for the steak. Mm -hmm. And then I put in some oil and some butter because the butter keeps the oil from burning and the oil keeps the butter from burning. Yeah. I actually didn't know that. And I put that on high. Yeah. And I let the oil get, like, smoking a little bit. Well, not exactly smoking. It's just, like, very hot. Yes. Very hot. Yeah. And then uh, I throw in the steak. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll butter baste it. Delicious. But if not, I'll just sear it. Okay. I know somebody who does a reverse sear where Ooh, you... Have you, you heard about that? Yeah. Where, have, like, you slow cook it first and yes. then you sear it at the end. Have you done that before? No. Okay. I, I ate... Her stuff is really good, but... um. Oh, wait, and let me ask you about, since you're doing so much meat and you're doing roasts and stuff, how do you keep track of the temperature? What do you use? Um, to be honest, I don't. I just, like... Do you touch it? you feel it? I know some chefs do that. No. Um, like, do you mean, like, check if it's cooked enough? Yeah, do you... You don't use a thermometer? I just cut it. See if it's cooked or not. Right. Nice. Um, who is, um... Uh, well, maybe tell me, what's a favorite tool that you have in the kitchen? Um, doesn't have to be flashy. Tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, probably my Japanese knife that my uh, oldest sibling's boyfriend got me for Christmas. That's such a good gift. And why do you love that knife? Because it works so well. It yeah. cuts through bone. Does it really? <laughs> it does. <laughs> Where's it from? What's the brand? Uh, to be honest, I don't know. I just know that it has Japanese writing on it. Does it have and the it little came in divots? Like, a case. like the little, you know, how it has a little like. Oh, it has like the little like, uh, like dot dimples almost yeah. on it on the top. So that when you slice potatoes, that falls right off, right? I know. I need one of those. Ooh, it works so amazing. Yeah. Um, is there a dream tool that you want in the kitchen? Uh, oh, I want a noodle maker or a stand mixer. Yeah. Yes. Because I got, like, one of those handheld ones. Yeah. And, you know, like, the other side is broken, so it only, <laughs> <laughs> only one fits in. Why is it that way? Uh, my my electric mixer uh, here is exactly like that. I got it 20 years ago for my wedding, and it's completely spazzy, and I won't buy a new one. It's so funny. You know what I've wanted to do is, um, like, I, I've uh, tried making um, pizza dough before. Yeah. And, like... Um, it's very hard to, like, knead it for so long without, yeah. like, a dough hook and, like, a yeah. mixer and stuff. So. Yeah. And when you get the dough hook going, you can just focus on other stuff and yeah, it you makes it, it silky, elastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you ever done an open fire, uh, uh, a pizza over a fire before? Or, I like, over the grill? Not. I've done it on, um, in the oven. Yeah. But I don't have a, I don't have like a stone or anything to put like the pizza on you in the need oven. A stone. Yeah. So like what I did was I got a really large round um, cake pan that we had. Yeah. And I flipped it upside down. Yeah. And I put some flour, and that's how I did it. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, do you want to do something with your love cooking in the future? What do you? Yes. What would you like to do? 
I would really like to have my own restaurant one day. Okay. That has been my dream since I was like seven. That is just so funny. Have you ever like pretended to have a restaurant? Yes. Yes, many. Mm-hmm. What kind of place? Um, it varies every time. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you mean like what I want as of now, yeah, I'd like something like with a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. A little bit of everything, you know, like some pasta, some like steak options, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit of everything. Some soul food, some Mexican food. Soul food? Yeah. What kind of stuff do you make with soul food? Fried chicken, mm-hmm. macaroni. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this food doesn't sound very healthy to me. No, not no. Enough. You're not into that? No. <laughs> well, you know, recently I've been eating a lot healthier. Have you? I've um, I've had to talk with my doctor about that. Really? Because of all your cooking? Yeah. Isn't that just like the worst? The it fact is. that you <laughs> can't just eat whatever you make all exactly. the time. Yeah. Um, is this restaurant going to be kind of a fancy place? You know, to be honest, it'd be mid. I don't know about having a fancy restaurant. Yeah. No, um, white linen or anything like that. Yeah. Um... Have you ever, um, well, let me ask you, what, what's a favorite place that you shop? Just the regular grocery store? Stater Brothers. <gasps> Stater Brothers. That's what I know from Big Bear. Yeah. They have a good butcher. They do. Yeah. They do. Um, so tell me, when you're not in the kitchen cooking, which it sounds like it's not very often, um, what, what are you doing? What do you like to do? Um... Well, recently, I have um, been very busy with school and, like, uh, drumline, stuff like that. Yep, yep. How'd you get into drums? Uh, Well, I used to play the trumpet since from, like, fourth grade to sixth grade. Mm. But um, in seventh grade, I decided to go to percussion. Mm -hmm. And then um, COVID happened, and I came back to school in ninth grade, and uh, I joined drumline. So you missed 7th and 8th grade? Was yeah. that pretty Wow, what was that like? That's a pretty important <laughs> chunk, isn't it? Yeah. No middle school experience basically. Are you okay with that? Yeah. 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 I think if I was going to cut out any time of schooling, I would cut out middle school. Just just that's my opinion. Okay. <laughs> do you make yourself lunch to go to school or do you eat there? I don't need it lunch. Why not? I don't know. Do you eat breakfast? No. You not sa- during school days. You save it all up for dinner? I guess so. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's craziness. You need something. <laughs> that's what my doctor said. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else can I ask you? I mean, I'm just curious about, do you feel different from other kids because you are interested in this because most kids well tell me if I'm wrong are most kids interested in cooking dinner for their family every night no yeah really but I don't feel different I just that's what I do yeah um do you ever cook for friends yeah yeah uh when like uh we have like a little potlucks for drumline (laughs) um last time I made chili nice what kind of chili do you make? Do you believe in putting beans in the chili? Yes. Okay. Do you believe in well, putting okay. meat in the chili? There's, yes. Okay. But, like, okay, here's the debate. Like, if you were making chili to put, like, on nachos or a hot dog or something, I would not put beans. 
Really? If yeah, well, yeah, because like you know, you're scooping up your nachos. Why would you want beans? I don't know. Or like when you're eating a hot, you don't want beans with your hot dog. You see my point, though. Why not? Because you you just don't. Well, people put some people put hot dog in their chili like the other way around. No, no, no. Once more, I want to give love to a couple other podcast friends. Slow Food Co-op is your friendly neighborhood grocer, maintaining local, organic, and non-GMO standards. Slow Food Co-op sources from local producers, ensuring they offer their shoppers great food and household staples. With a mission to empower health and well-being in the community, they offer local produce, meats, low-to-no-waste foods, and wellness items. You can find Slow's only community-owned grocery store on their website at slowfood.coop and visit Slow Food Co-op in-store at 2494 Victoria Avenue in San Luis Obispo, California. Now hear this. Wine and Spirits magazine named their top 100 wineries of 2021, and the good people at Native Nine Wines in Santa Maria made the list. Not only are they among the top 100 wineries in the world— They are also one of 10 producers from the Central Coast on that list. So side note, go Central Coast, a tenth of the world's top producers. Native Nine produces Pinot Noir, only Pinot Noir, from organically farmed, minimally irrigated, hand-harvested vines that owner James Onaveros planted in 1997 when he was just in his early 20s studying crop science at Cal Poly University. James grows eight Pinot Noir clones on his Rancho Onaveros vineyard, and winemaker Justin Willett shepherds the wine to bottle with a distinct focus on whole cluster fermentation. If you've been looking for the right bottle to share at the holiday table or to gift to a loved one, look for the Native Nine link on the consumed website or visit ranchosdeonaveros.com. Do you use... Um smoked paprika ever yes okay well, i like smoked paprika better than paprika do you my husband feels differently about that oh i love smoked paprika yeah um and i use it in my chili and i use it on my you know anything that we're having that's you know tacos or and speaking of that we make cauliflower tacos sometimes oh. do you ever mess with vegetables yeah not like that though <laughs> <laughs> You know, no, but I do. I um, my oldest sibling's actually vegetarian, so you oh, know really? I have to be creative sometimes. You know what I do is I make a zucchini steak. I just cut the zucchini long ways in three. Yeah, and then I cut off like the ends where it's like round. Yes, and then I put a little bit of olive oil and season them up, and mm-hmm. I uh, put them on the barbecue on some mesquite. Yeah, the mesquite adds a lot, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, we don't have all we have is a gas grill. Oh. Is that is that sacrilegious? No, you know, no. Um, I have um, what is it called? A blackstone? Right? Yeah. Is that a? What it's is a that? flat top taco grill. Oh, okay. I have one of those. That's propane. Is that like a plancha kind of? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, my kids are vegetarian. Oh. And my husband has celiac disease, Ooh. so cooking for them is challenging. But vegetarian, that's pretty cool because um, it's cool that you think of them and that you've come up with other things to serve them. What else besides like zucchini steaks? Potatoes. Like Lots baked potatoes? Of potatoes. Yeah. Like any type of potato, you name it. Yeah. I make all types of potatoes. It's always got to be breakfast potatoes. 
What does that mean? Uh, like, you know, like I make them for breakfast, like almost every day for, okay. uh, for them. Do you yeah. shred them like hash brown no. kind of stuff? No, oh. I cube them up. Okay. I cut the potato like uh, into three and then in half like that. And I go, yeah, yeah. And then roast them? I fry them in a pan okay. with some butter, mm-hmm. some minced garlic, sometimes uh, onion. Nice. You poor thing. The sun is shining in your eye. Do you want to move? I'm, not, I'm good. What? The sun's not in my eye because I'm like that. All right. Okay. Um, have you ever, do you guys have a farmer's market where you are? Uh, <laughs> no, not really. We do, but I don't think you've gone. Oh. Does that interest you at all? No, not really. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Most people feel you know, like they actually, have you know, to. I do have a local farmer's market. My oldest sibling has a, has a garden, multiple oh, gardens really? in our backyard. Oh, that's so cool. It gives out giant zucchinis. Giant zucchinis like this big. Oh, my gosh. That's so, so cool. All year long? No. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, that's right. You guys have it. seasons where you are. Yeah. 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 Um, tell me about your siblings, if, whatever you're willing to say. How uh, many do you have? I have two. Okay. And you're the youngest? Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, like I said, my oldest sibling is vegetarian. Mm-hmm. They do not cook. Mm. Not cook at all. Why did they decide to be vegetarian, if I can ask that? Um, you know, to be honest... I can't really, like, I don't, I can't say their exact reasoning because, mm-hmm. like, I don't exactly know myself. Yeah. But, you know, um, what, like, I've been told is um, they just don't like, they're uh, really big on, like, animals and stuff. So yeah. I think that bothers them eating, like, dead animals. I think that's what my kids would say, too. Yeah. But um, then uh, my sister, she, um, she eats meat, though. Okay. Which is the middle child. How old is she? She is 17. Yeah. 17, okay. What kind of stuff does she like to eat? She'll eat everything. I mean, <laughs> not everything, anything. Anything. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm, I'm thinking about, I feel like I haven't drawn you out fully yet. Um, hmm. Well, let me ask you what I ask everybody, which is, if it was your last day on earth and you were, and you knew it and you wanted to celebrate because your life had been awesome, um, what would you eat? What would be your final meal? There'd have to be, okay, like, it'd be a very big debate. Mm-hmm. I'd probably end up doing both, to be honest, but. That's, you, it's your last so, day. You can do whatever you want. It's like, there's these two different meals, Okay. There's, of course, tacos. I love tacos. I'm big on tacos. Um, everybody that I know knows that I love tacos. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like, that's kind of my thing. I do, uh, I've done catering for tacos. Oh, you have? Yeah. Um, my mom's cousin, right? Cousin? Uh, mm-hmm. She has, like, a non-profit business with, like, um, they, like, help uh, people who, uh, what, like, I don't know how to explain it, like, uh, they live in like trailer parks and stuff mm-hmm. and like they're not very fortunate with money and mm-hmm. stuff and they have like um they don't probably don't have both parents and stuff like that like mm-hmm. the kids and they do like um christmas presents and stuff for them yeah and like toiletries and they give them all that stuff yeah and uh last year i uh did tacos for them that's awesome yeah um 
Do you have a favorite way? Do you do carnitas every time or no. any other way? What do you do? I uh, do carne asada, el pastor, mm-hmm. and chicken. Mm-hmm. Can you explain al pastor to people who maybe okay. don't know? No, el pastor is like, um, it's kind of like chorizo. Like it kind of has like that spicy flavor sort mm-hmm. of a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it, most of the time it's mixed with like bell peppers and onions yes. and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, uh, normally it's, I would say it's pork most of the time. Yes, that's what I think. But like, is. you know, there's been a couple of times where somebody in my, in my family has bought El pastor from the store, and it ended up being chicken. Really? Yes. So pastor doesn't have anything to do with the, the meat, necessarily. It's more the preparation. And then I've also heard of people having beef el pastor, but I've huh. never had beef. Okay. What about tortillas? Where do you get those from? The store. Yeah. Have you ever made them, though? You know, well, see, I want to. Like, my grandma, she knows how to make them. I've just never done it before. Yeah. Um, they're amazing. Gosh, I just, I love, I love fresh handmade tortillas. I, I don't know if you were going to choose between what's more essential, the stuff in the tortilla or the tortilla itself, which is it? Wait, what do you mean? The tortilla or the stuff inside, which is more important? Um, you know, I'm going to be honest, probably the stuff inside. Because, you know, if I got like the most amazing tortilla ever, mm-hmm. but, you know, I got some... Got some sour asada in there, something, something that went bad a couple of days ago. Uh. Something left in your fridge <laughs> a few weeks too long. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, at least if the tortilla's bad and you know, like, the meat's good, I could just That's throw true. the tortilla off to the side. Yeah. That's true. But gosh, I love, I love carbs. So, tortilla. Give me the tortilla every time. If we're having cheesecake, give me the crust every time. If we are having pizza, you can keep the toppings. I'll just take the dough. I mean, that is... If I had to choose. Yeah. Okay, so I interrupted you, though. So tacos, what what else for your last meal? Oh, um, well, this is a dish that my grandma makes. You know, I've tried making it. It, it comes out good, but you know, there's just something that she does. I quite don't understand. Okay. I think, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's just her. But what's she, the dish? Uh, the dish is macaroni and carne asada. So like, um, is it like macaroni and cheese with carne asada inside it? No, or? on the oh. side. Oh, the side. okay. Delicious. But the way that she makes the macaroni is she uh, does like tomato sauce uh-huh. and cheese instead of like, you know, some people make like a yellow cheese sauce and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's tomato sauce. Yum. Oh my gosh, what's your grandma's name? My grandma's name is Ramona. Okay, hi Ramona. That's awesome. Does she live close by? She lives in my house. Oh, she does? Oh, well, that's handy. That's super handy. She's amazing. That is amazing. Um, What's something that you want to make that you haven't had a chance to do yet? Let's see. Um, Now that is a good question. Hmm. Oh, I've always wanted to make Wagyu steak. Oh my gosh. In like a Japanese style? Like, or with no, wasabi or something? Okay, yeah. So you are very into like the quality of the meat. You're very conscious of... Quality is everything. <laughs> it is everything. Um, yeah. And choice and prime, the fact that you pay attention to that. That's pretty amazing. Um, well... You're having your macaroni and carne asada, and you're having your tacos for your last meal. Who would be there? 
with you? My family. Mm-hmm. And then what would you have to drink? And what would be for dessert? I have so many. I just need to know these things. There are no questions. I understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it'd probably be Dr. Pepper or Cherry Coke. <gasps> And like lemonade. I love lemonade. Dr. People, Pepper, Pepper People, Dr. Pepper People are special. I think there's a flavor there that connects to people and they like are obsessed with it. Okay. Are you obsessed with Dr. Pepper? (laughs) I wouldn't say obsessed. (laughs) I've been like cutting down on soda a lot. Yeah. But um, it definitely is probably one of my favorite sodas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And what's for dessert? This is your final question. Okay, let's see. Now that is a good question. I think Chunky Monkey ice cream, Ben and Jerry's. Oh, gosh. And that's, isn't that peanut butter and banana? It's banana, chocolate, and walnuts. Oh, that's delicious. Vincent, I feel like I'm torturing you with all my questions. But you are remarkable. What you're doing is remarkable. And I totally wish you the best with success on having people follow your accounts. And that you would, you know, you're 14, right? Yes. It's really not that far from now that you could potentially go to culinary school. or um, Is that something that interests you? Yeah. So you could wind up, you know, just in the next few years going off and doing that and having that restaurant before you know it. Yeah, you're a pretty cool kid. Thank you, and thank you, Tasha, for bringing him up. Thank you you for having me. You're welcome. That's it for another episode of the Consumed Podcast. Consumed is produced by me, Jamie Lewis, and edited by Chris Lambert. To learn more about any of the guests you hear on the podcast, visit letsgetconsumed.com. You can also sign up there for the Consumed newsletter, where I share recipes, side stories, and more. Until next time, thank you for getting consumed together with me.